Dara, what is the town's position regarding the proposal as it is right now? 240 units that could house up to 800 people. The town has taken the position so far that they'd like to slow the process down a little bit and allow more time for community engagement and discussion with the developer so that they can understand the project more and the potential impacts and benefits. And so they've requested of their partners that they slow down on sale of the property and postpone any sale of the property until at least the land use process has been completed. Dare, the project is billed as filling workforce needs in the Gunnison Valley, and 800 people living near where there are multiple vacancies for jobs would fill workforce needs. It could also pose problems. What are some of the problems that have been identified with a proposal of this magnitude? I think that's part of what the town is trying to get their head around right now, is really what are those fiscal and physical impacts to the town. We know that there will be increases in traffic and more kids in the recreation program, more people wanting to use our already over-consumed park space, things like that. But we really want to take the time to have people look at that really closely and understand those impacts. And also, what are the longer-term economic impacts for the community? We look at a lot of other mountain towns, and Crested Butte doesn't want to be like Breckenridge or Aspen or other places like that that do have these types of large rental projects. And how have those shaped the community? How have those opened the door for future projects? How does you know having that amount of growth feed more growth in the future? So those are questions that I think the council is grappling with right now and hoping to be able to take the time to really understand and understand if that's what we really want in the northern part of the valley here. The housing needs assessment identified the need for 400 units in the Gunnison Valley by the end of the year 2020. This project provides 240 units. So how does this fit into the housing needs assessment? I think it's really important to go back and look at that housing needs assessment and understand that those 400 units were to be spread throughout the Gunnison to Mount Crested Butte corridor, not all in one place. And also the types of units that were proposed and the economic levels they were proposed to reach. And that mix of for sale and rental is very important, as well as how those units are integrated into the community. Crested Butte has over 20% of our units as somehow deed restricted in town. And the way that they're integrated into the community is really important and has shaped the fabric of that community. Putting 240 rental units on one site is a lot of units for this community in one location and trying to understand how that will integrate or not into the community is something that the council is definitely exploring. What type of development or proposal would the town be happy with? I think that definitely warrants more discussion. Um, One of the things the town would want to do, I think, is to talk with the public and have a really meaningful conversation about the benefits as well as the impacts of an affordable housing project of any size. And again, the town had proposed that from the beginning with the Brush Creek parcel in particular. Now, that was not agreed to by the other three partners in the project, and that's, that's fine. That's how the process works. But again, I think the town would want to explore that a lot more um, with the public and have a meaningful dialogue before jumping into saying this is the answer or not. Can you talk about what some concerns to the school might be? You know, the school district has a different role and it's definitely a different entity from the town. From my conversations with Doug, it's very much that the school is here to serve and they will work to serve whatever is handed to them. And, you know, you got to 
admire that attitude in the school district. Obviously, there are com- some community concerns about um, how the school will absorb that in a timely manner if this project does come online quickly. Um, and certainly, the town has a long history of working with the school to support them and will continue to do that because the school is such an important part of the community. Dara, it appears that three of the four entities involved in the development are in favor of the proposal as is. That's Gunnison County, Mount Crested Butte, and Crested Butte Mountain Resort. So is opposition by the town of Crested Butte at this point futile? Well, I certainly hope not. You know, three of the four entities are public entities headed by elected officials. And so that role between the public and those entities is very important. And I know that all of the elected officials want to be responsive to the public. And quite honestly, I think they they believe that they are being responsive. They have a needs assessment that says we need affordable housing units, and we absolutely do. It's the way that we get there that the town feels like we need to have a little bit more discussion about. Well, if the development continues to push forward, what options are left on the table that you're willing to explore? Well, certainly the first big one is this work session on Thursday night between the town council and the developers of the corner of Brush Creek. We're all looking forward to that dialogue as a starting point for discussions. And that's really where the town would like to focus is having those discussions, involving the public, and coming up with a good product for Brush Creek. Beyond that, we'll just have to see how the the proposal progresses. Derek, can you talk about Thursday night's work session and what's happening? Sure. We're finalizing the agenda now, though I can't say for sure what will happen, but I think there will definitely be um, some sort of presentation by the corner at Brush Creek to get everybody on the same page about what's actually been proposed out there. There's certainly been a lot of varying accounts and letters to the editor, so we want to make sure everybody's working from the same information. And then having the opportunity for the town council to ask directly their questions of the development team and get responses. I hope that we'll have time to take public comment, meaningful public comment, to the council and then have the opportunity for any follow-up questions between the council and the developers. You know, seeing that really as the beginning and the starting point of what hopefully will be an ongoing dialogue and potential modifications to the project as a result. What's next in the process after this Thursday night's meeting is over? We certainly anticipate that the council will be discussing this further. Their next meeting will be December 4th, and I anticipate at this time that they'll want to have some discussion at that time about their next steps and any position that they want to take and ideas for how to move the process forward. But right now, we haven't defined that. We want to see what comes of the discussion on Thursday night. Chad Rich, KBUT News.